Hello and welcome to another episode of Consumer Guide for Normal People. I'm Simon and I'm joined today, as always, by the One Roof Financial team, Caroline and Lucy. And today we are super excited because we're talking about a topic that has nothing to do with us with finance. And it's one of the hot topics in our office. It's one of our favourite subjects and it isn't work, it is holidays. And to help us through this topic, we have a local agent Mr. Paul Moss from the Holiday Lounge. Good morning, Paul. Good morning. How are we? All good? Yeah, very good. Thank you. Uh, we're going to pass over to Caroline for the question then. Oh, thank you so much. So welcome, Paul. Thank you very much, Caroline. Um, I am so excited to be talking about such a fun subject today. Um, so did you want to start off by telling our listeners and viewers a bit more about you, history of Holiday Lounge and how you come to be? Of course, no problem at all. Uh, good morning, everybody. Uh, my name is Paul Moss, and um, I'm the managing director of Holiday Lounge. Um, we have got four branches um, of an independent travel agency. Um, we've been trading for 17 years. Uh, we have offices based in Hinckley, um, Lutterworth, Burbage, and Burstall, so all in Leicestershire. Um, and basically, uh, we uh, trade uh, six days a week, and we're completely independent. Um, we have the backing of Mid Counties Cooperative, um, which gives us the buying power uh, to compete with any of the multiples out there. Um, as we're totally independent, uh, we can arrange, we're not tied to any tour operator, uh, any cruise line. So we will try and provide the holiday that our clients want. Um, so it's not as if we're directionally selling. Um, we have a wide range and scope of cruise companies mainstream tour operators and a lot of independent tour operators as well that will give us that scope to go and look for that perfect holiday for yourselves. That's brilliant, Paul. Thank you for that information. So um, also, of course, with holidays at the minute, one of the big topics is COVID and how it sort of affected the industry. So um, I found off um, a source called Statista that staycation web searches went up 511% during uh, the COVID period. Um, and how has it sort of affected the industry, would you say? Um, the industry has been massively affected. Um, and we, we appreciate that every business through COVID has been, been affected um, from hospitality. Um, but travel um, is probably one of the, the worst that's been affected because it was the first, first uh, uh, business to actually go down. Um, and then it's probably one of the last ones to actually come back. And it's going to take a few years for, for the business to return. Um, we, we've been very lucky because we've got a good, great team of people uh, working at Holiday Lounge, um, all fully uh, experienced. Um, and whereas a lot of companies were able to close down uh, through through uh, COVID, um, we were actually um, still working from home or on site um, and our, our staff had to be there 24-7 to actually um, make a lot of changes, hundreds of thousands of changes on people's bookings. Um, and basically that has um, been testament to the staff. Um, we've been able to um, get each, each booking that we had change de destination, change dates, um, and some bookings have actually been changed seven times. So it's massive. It's not just once, not twice. Um, so, you know, our staff have been there throughout um, to help the, help our clients through through the, the, the decision of changing their holiday instead of just cancelling it. Um, so it's been, been a long, drawn-out process, um, but we're, we're still there and still, still survived. So that's a big testament to, to all of our staff. Perfect. And when we were booking our um, holiday with you, I 
distinctly remember you were on the phone trying to work out where a flight was going to land because it 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 was randomly not going to go direct anymore so it's it's affected everything it's affected the flights and where they stop and because you said that they probably would have to stop and pick up other passengers at other airports yeah, so as we're returning through the covid situation um operators are still trying to airlines are still trying to operate as lean machine as they can with the flights um but you know when there's only 30 40 people booked onto a flight they can't actually it's not it's not commercially viable to actually fly from here to whether it be tenerife or cyprus or greece um so what they've been doing is do, doing double drop flights so if your flight says from birmingham to malaga for instance they may drop off people in alicante as well um so it's a double double flight so it's just basically it is a little bit of an inconvenience um but at least you're getting to the destination eventually and that's probably an, an extra hours add-on or something like that but at least you're still going from your local airport east midlands birmingham um but still flying down to that destination and as long as the flight have got plenty of wine and beer i don't suppose anybody <laughs> minds just for you caroline <laughs> <laughs> i'm obsessed with buying things from the hostesses um I, I, had yes. a, I yeah. had a client who worked for an airline and they actually earned most of their money from being able to sell stuff on board. So I might like, I must support the air stewardesses and the stewards. <laughs> so that's why you were drinking so much. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. There's nothing wrong with a drink on the plane. <laughs> exactly. You don't even have to wear your mask while you're eating and drinking either. Well, no. that's why I will not have to wear my mask for my entire flight because <laughs> I'm going to have the, the Prosecco like here. On your lips. <laughs> Whatever will keep you quiet. <laughs> so I'm going to be fast asleep, and I'll just be drinking the whole time. <laughs> but that's also a testament to yourselves as well. Um, by using you as a local independent, you are one port call. You, I'm going to be ringing up a larger company and be sat in a call queue waiting for hours to try and talk to someone to figure something out what's happening. I can ring you. This is one big thing, Simon, is that all the way through, our staff have been there at the end of the phone. And if you'd booked a holiday in, in our Hinkley office, you could call that office and you would speak to somebody from that office and the call would be normally answered within five or six rings. Um, we would, we, at the beginning of the pandemic, um, we were under the cosh a lot, um, but we actually got back to our customers, gave them a, a, a turnaround time of what we anticipate to get back to them. Um, but you weren't on hold trying to get through to somebody for two, three, four, five hours. Some of the big airlines, some of the big cruise companies were really struggling on, on demand of, in, and staffing. Um, and you know, it's, it was hard all the way through that uh, for everybody. But I've always said, you know, when things go wrong, it's how we put things right. Um, and hand on heart is I think we've dealt with the pandemic in a very professional way. Um, and we've addressed our clients' issues and problems throughout. And it is, you know, being independent, you can actually have your finger on that button and, you know, make things happen immediately instead of being a big, big machine, shall we say. Yeah, that's great. Which also then leads us on to the next um, topic. With obviously COVID and everything else, there's been obviously a lot of news out there about people having to have the holidays cancelled and postponed and so on. So, um there's always a little couple of letters at the end of certain advertising, Aptol and Aptol. What are they? 
So APTA is um, Association of British Travel Agents. So it means that you are dealing with a re very reputable company. Um, we have to be bonded for that. And we have a customer service level that we have to keep. And it's code of conduct that we have to abide by. Okay. okay. So if you have a problem on your holiday, or if you have a problem with one of our staff that's missold or something, then you can report us to APTA. I'm pleased to say in 17 years, we've never been reported <laughs> to APTA. Fantastic. So it's good. Atoll is slightly different, and that's a government scheme uh, operated by the CAA. Um, um, and it's basically um, guarantees, if you book a holiday that's Atoll protected, um, that your money is fully financially protected. Um, you need to be careful with some companies online. It can be a little bit misleading. Um, but realistically, if you book a package holiday through ourselves, that includes your flights, your transfers, your accommodation, um, and your food to whatever you've booked, then that money is fully financially protected. Every okay. tour operator, um, every cruise line that we deal with is fully at all protected. So if, if, God forbid, we cease trading or whether the tour operator cease trading, you would get your money back. Okay. Um, the other benefit as well is if you're actually out in resort, I'm talking with my hands. Uh, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> um, so basically, um, if you're actually on holiday, um, and your tour operator ceases to trade, then you'll be flown home at no cost to yourself. Okay. So that's the big, big benefit. Um, so just to demystify this, so um, some people will think then that they don't need travel insurance. So, oh, I've got this Atoll certificate, I'm all safe, so I don't need travel insurance. Mm -hmm. so, so Atoll covers you the money for your holiday. It does not cover any of your personal belongings. It does not cover your medical. Okay, And that is the big thing. Um, and before we came on air, we had a little conversation. Um, yeah. And this is a pure um, situation that happened to one of my friends. And they were due to go out to Mexico. Um, they basically weren't taking insurance. They were frog marched down to the post office two days before um, and then took the insurance out. Um, and three days into their holiday, they had a triple heart bypass in Mexico, um, which was to the tune of £84,000. Oh. Um, so if they hadn't got insurance, they would have been remortgaging their house. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah. What, you don't know what's around the corner, and you only know what how good in travel insurance is until you need it. Okay. And my advice is please don't go for the cheapest, because there are some basic policies out there. Go for a decent policy. Um, you'll only know how good your policy is until you need it, but please do not travel without travel insurance. Yeah, that's a really interesting topic. And um, from the gov.uk website, they found that only 12% of travellers read all of their insurance documents. So obviously, if they get the cheapest, then they don't actually know what they're covered for because they haven't looked into it possibly. 24% um, of people going on holiday abroad are uninsured completely. So one in four people nearly don't have any travel insurance. And 48% of people don't realise that without travel insurance, they'd be liable to pay their own medical bills abroad. So for Paul's example, he was uh, his uh, client would have had to pay the 84,000 because he had no travel insurance but but of course he luckily did so it really can be a, a, a really important thing to have okay right so so back on travel insurance you talked about different grades mm -hmm. so you said don't go for the cheapest now is there a massive price difference between you know your bog standard your intermediate or your Top to, range. To give you um, in at Holiday Lounge, we will only sell the deluxe policy because we okay. know that basically we, it's a very good cover. Yeah. From the basic cover for seven days in the in the med anywhere in the med. Yeah. 
on a standard policy for somebody aged between 25 and 65 um, is around about 15, 16 pounds for the basic policy. The deluxe policy, which covers COVID, and that's a big, big thing at the moment, you need to make sure that your insurance policy covers COVID. Um, the, the, that cost for the deluxe policy is £25. So it's around about £9 difference. But that £9 is probably the best £9 you would ever spend. Yeah. Um, because if you contract COVID um, prior to you going on holiday, if you cancel, if, if you, you're not, we won't be allowed to travel, then basically you would end up cancelling that holiday and you'd lose all of the money to the tour operator. Yeah, because the cancellation charges would be 100%. If you've got travel insurance that covers COVID, yeah, which yours hopefully does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so basically, then that means if you cancel and you can't travel, you'll be able to claim all of your money back from your travel insurance company. Yeah. The other big benefit is if you take poorly whilst you're away due to COVID, then the insurance company should cover all of the cost whilst you're over there. Yeah. And one big thing to, to point out is with regards to the COVID cover, if you just decide you don't want to travel because you are scared of COVID, that isn't covered. No. So when we're talking about COVID cover, it's if you test positive and cannot travel, yep. that is covered. But if you choose not, not to. to travel, then that is not covered. Correct. Correct. Yeah. And also, as I said, when you're away on holiday and you, you contract COVID, then the scenario you've got is you either have to self-isolate in your hotel bedroom, which means that you're going to have to pay for that and you'll have to pay for your flight home. Well, if, if you've got it in your insurance policy, it's all paid for. Oh. It's all done. Fantastic. So, That's brilliant. So get insured <laughs> for your holiday. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, also, going off topic a little bit here, um, when we were in your shop booking a holiday not so long ago, we were talking about different destinations, and you said one was on one list, the green list, and then one wasn't on another list. Can you just remind me of what that was? Thanks, Simon, for putting me on the spot there because things changed yesterday. Oh, did it? Um, Sorry. And, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, um, so uh, basically, uh, the government have been changing things on a very regular basis and it's very difficult for us to, to, to keep up. But um, we did have the traffic light system, yeah. um, which was the, uh, if it was on red, you do not travel to that destination. Or if you did travel, you would have to self-isolate in a government hotel 10 days when you come home at a cost of about 15, 1600 pounds per person. So... Yeah, you, you weren't going to go anywhere there. Um, the amber destinations um, basically are, um, you could fly there, but you'd have to test when you come back. Um, and then the green destinations, fly there, no testing, and come back, and you just have to test on day two. That's all changed now as of yesterday. Um, and it's all going to change again at the end of this month. So the, the testing is being reduced massively, uh, which is great because customer confidence is, is actually growing. Um, we, we now have a red and a green list, which is great. Okay, um, So if you're on the green list, you can fly out there. Um, you still need to make sure the destination you're travelling to, although the government have put them on our green list, we may, may not be on the green list, on say, for Portugal or Croatia, because um, you still need to do a PCR test to get into that country, as it stands today. That may change in the next few days. Um, up until the end of October, um, now we don't have to test um, prior to coming back into the UK, um, but you need to do a test on day two, uh, a PCR test still on day two when you come back into the UK, which you need to pre-order from various suppliers, um, which we, we again uh, at Holiday Lounge, we will do all of that ordering of that test for you and um, all the passenger locator forms that you need to fill into each country as well. So you need to be a little bit wary of 
what you need to get into each country yeah um and what you need to do when you come back into the uk but it is it is reduced an awful lot and being a lot more relaxed as of the beginning of november uh, we hear that um and again another positive is that you won't be have to do a pcr test when you come back into the uk um you just need to do a lateral flow um, but we're just waiting for a little bit of clarity on that from, yeah. from the from the uk government and they are changing things I suppose it's yeah ever changing situation, ever changing. isn't it? Ever, ever changing. changing, yeah, definitely. So yeah, you know, but again, um, there's a lot of information you can get off the DirectGov website that everybody uh, can get onto, um, and that's what we use, um, and it is very up to date. Um, and say so, you know each destination that you're going to, although you may be on the green list in the UK, you can fly there. You may need need to do a PCR test to get into that country. Fantastic. Um, and so this is another reason why obviously we need to be looking at using an independent travel agent like yourselves. It's that local knowledge and obviously you've got a bit more flexibility in the use of providers that you can obviously use tour operators yeah. with. So what's the main difference between obviously using someone like yourself, an independent, compared to one of the main line uh, provide it. Um, no disrespect to anybody what they what they do because you know uh, let's go back to Thomas Cook absolutely fantastic com company ceased trading three years ago um, and um, it just unfortunately the machine got a little bit too big um, and they lost direction um, and unfortunately you know they, they their, the shops unfortunately could only sell their products mainly yeah so whereas ourselves um, if you choose a hotel whether it be in the Caribbean or whether it be in Cyprus they don't just deal with one tour operator they deal with lots of tour operators so if you went into one of the multiples they will try and sell you their own product mm -hmm. um, although there's another 15 20 tour operators that use that hotel they would only try and push their one oh. one tour operator so whereas ourselves um, if we get tour if somebody comes in requesting a certain hotel we will go and check numerous different suppliers um, for them and see which works out for the best flight times best accommodation best rooms um, and, and, and obviously the best price. So we just not we, we don't we're not aligned to one operator. We we can literally sell the, what the customer wants um, and sell sell them the right product. Um, okay. So yeah, yeah. And also um, you also have your your own special uh, specialisms. Yeah. Specialisms is that the right word? Um, for obviously different types of holidays. So for yourself, it's well we've got we, because we're independent. We do an awful lot of cruise. Right. Um, we do a tremendous amount, tremendous amount of cruising, um, and again, there's so many products, and you need to be able to sell the right product to the client. Because, you know, you might have a family uh, wanting to go on a cruise for the first time, and you really wouldn't want to be selling them certain products because they're more adult focused. You know, um, you know, without mentioning too many names, but you know, if you sell a family uh, cruise, you, you put them on a Royal Caribbean ship. It's got all the fun. It's got the slides. It's got the uh, zip wires. It's got everything on board for them. Um, whereas if you put them on s uh, s other ships, there's no, yeah. nothing there. So if you sell a client the wrong product, then they're not going to be booking with you again. Um, so ideally, you know, with, with we've, we've got people who are trained in cruise. You know, I've got two staff that, um, in our Hinkley branch that are specifically cruise specialists. Um, in our Lutterworth branch, we've got people who who are trained for Australia, New Zealand. So, you know, we can give them the right information accordingly. Okay, so you, it's more tailored to that person instead of that one-stop yep. thing where you can say, oh, you, you can go to this one. As you can say, say someone in their mid-age thing, they can, you know, maybe a bit quieter boat, young yep. family, yep. 
lots of activities and training. So it's getting to know your customers and... Yeah, I mean, there's certain ships out there as well that are adults only. So, you know, I've got some older clients, you know, that they're like, you know, they want to go away in July and there's always hundreds of kids going in July. Yeah. They, they don't want to go away with the kids. So they're going on an adults only ship. So it's knowing your products and knowing your client as well. And it's a bit of a balance. Um, so, yeah, it's, it, it's all positive. And, you know, we've got so many tour operators that we can use um, for different products, you know, different different specialities. So, you know, if somebody comes in for Kenya, for instance, there's two or three operators that I know that we deal with that are absolutely number one out there, the mm. superb, yeah. which, no disrespect, a multiple wouldn't even have heard of. Yeah, so it's giving that client that, you know, you own that extra mile for your customer yeah. and giving them the right product. I must say, Paul, you have booked us some absolutely beautiful holidays. <laughs> Our honeymoon that you arranged for us, it that was bespoke and tailor-made because we wanted the Masai Mara, we wanted the safari element, but then we also wanted then to go to an island. So we went to Zanzibar and you organised absolutely everything. It was stunning. Um, and you've booked us cruises and, to, I mean, we've been using you for absolutely years. We, we will get you in that retreat, promise you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot about that, yeah. <laughs> Four-page complaint letter, Caroline. Yeah, all right. <laughs> wow. And that's the thing. Sometimes I think people are scared of complaining whilst they're on their holiday. But if you wait until you come back and then moan to you about it, that's their holiday wasted, where all you have to do is mention something in resort when you get there, and they put it right. Well, we, as, as again, as a customer point of view, is that for focus, this is how customer focus we are. Every client, whether they spend £500 or Twenty-five thousand pounds. We will always give them a welcome home call, okay? And that that can sometimes open a can of worms. Yeah. Because you know it's, <laughs> lo it's lovely to go. Oh yeah, Mrs. Mrs. Smith, you have a good time in you know in Zanzibar or Kenya. We've had an amazing time. Absolutely fantastic. Blah blah blah. And you're keeping in touch with your customer, okay? Um, you then ring a customer and they've been let's say to Mallorca and they've had the worst holiday ever, and they're like, well yeah, it's been shocking. This that and the other. The food wasn't very good. The rep wasn't blah blah blah. Okay, not a problem. Let's try and address it. Let's put that complaint letter in. Let's contact that tour operator and have that conversation and see what, see how far we get. And again, it's then taking that complaint on board, um, addressing it with the tour operator, and hopefully you come to an agreement with the client. You've got them a bit of compensation. You've got like you know, a couple of nights free in a hotel if they go back there. Um, so it's you know I always say to my my staff whether people have spent five hundred pound and going basic or going 25 grand, we still need to have that conversation with that customer and we ring everybody when they come back from the holiday uh, just to make sure they've had a good time. And if not, it's how you put it right. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. I am still a big advocate for making a complaint whilst you're in resort Definitely. because Simon and I went on our first cruise and we thought, oh, we don't want to be tied to the sitting we have, so we'll go for flexible dining. And it drove us nuts Every day, it was like being in TGI Fridays where you get your little buzzer and you just sit around the bar and you wait for your buzzer to go off to say that there's a table ready. And I thought, I'm not having this. Like, I was just sick of, like, I was hungry waiting for a table. I made I a complaint. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I'm like a gremlin. You have to feed, feed me at certain times. But um, I made a complaint to the, um, the, the customer service desk 
And they immediately swapped us to fixed dining, which I thought I would never want. I thought, I do not want a, a time to go for dinner. Actually, on a cruise, it was the best thing you could do because all of the shows and the entertainment are all set for whether you're on early seating or late seating. So it transformed what was getting on my nerves and it was a bit, you know, oh, this holiday's not very good to being the absolute most amazing holiday. So I think it's it's definitely worth putting that forward to see if something can be done whilst you're there so you can actually have a beautiful holiday. Yeah, And that's why things are put in place, to be honest with you, because the t- cruise companies will know their products and you know they, they work around it to make, make sure that you've got the experience that you've booked and paid for. So, yeah. yeah, but I agree with you. If you have got a complaint on holiday, address it while you're there because it's too late when you come back. Yeah, you know, you might get 20 quid back or 50 quid back, but it, it, you know, it's about having that experience that you've booked and paid for. But also, listen to your travel agent. Well, there is that, definitely. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. A bit surprised people, it goes in one ear and out yeah, the other, but you know. <laughs> That's what my wife says to me as well. Yeah. <laughs> I can say that now. <laughs> it just sounded like such a good idea having, you know, flexible dining. It just mm. made it sound really, you know, really good. But actually, the reality of it is we kept missing all the shows. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we, next time. We're well, we always second. we always do. Eight o'clock now, that's it. We're eight o'clock sitting. Second sitting. Yeah, second sitting second all the way. Done. <laughs> job done. Why not? Yeah. So thinking about um, where people go, um, Lucy, I know that you've been looking at what the top destinations are and where we all love to go. Yes, exactly. So from a study by uh, the Mirror Travel News, um, in summer 2019, the top five places, these I think are quite, you, you. this is what you would guess. So number one is Spain, then Turkey, then Greece, then the USA and then Cyprus. Um, so would you say, Paul, that that's quite accurate as to what sort of holidays you book quite a lot? Yeah, I mean, Spain is always going to be probably the number one destination um, because it's easy to get to. Um, it's fairly, you know, it's not cheap, but at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's family orientated. Um, and also the older people like going in the winter, you know, for long stays and whatever. So, yeah, you're about there. Um, but the long haul destinations are coming back with vengeance now. Um, and the Maldives is absolutely not flying out at the moment really really popular is that because people think they're going to be underwater soon in tw- so in we've 20 got years time. <laughs> yeah, that, we, we said that's the exact the same thing we said oh maybe we ought to go to the Maldives before it disappears forever under yeah. the sea yeah. Yeah. I don't see it happening but you know uh, you never know you never know but again it's down to price and uh, there's some fantastic deals out there for the Maldives and I think last week um, in the reports that I was getting it was number two um, and you, when you compete Maldives against you know Spain Canary Islands um, it, it really is really really popular it is fascinating how coronavirus has really changed the where people seem to be going on holiday maybe it's sort of a i've never been here and i might not be here so let's let's just go for it so people are spending a lot more money on their holidays we see now it's like you know instead of having that leading room they're going up for a sea view or junior suite some people you know instead of going economy they're going premium um, so you know, some people have been what they haven't left the house for 18 months 19 months um, they've, they've decorated the house they bought a new car what do we spend money on now so hopefully we've suffered over the last 19 months uh, but people are spending more money on, on their on the holidays now which is it's good for us well, I think people wanting to get away isn't it everyone's fed up of being in the looking out walls. the yeah, yeah looking out the living room window yeah. I mean I've got someone sat next to me who's been uh, Climbing up the walls, trying to get away. I don't blame you, Cameron. <laughs> no, I mean, I think, you know, it's the importance of a holiday is massive. 
Um, and I don't think many of us appreciate how, how having time together away from work um, and just chilling, relaxing in a different environment is important for mental health as well. Um, lots of people have travelled in the UK this year. Uh, the UK put up their prices massively and some were embarrassing, to be honest with you. Um, and it was just rip off Britain. Um, and I'm not just saying that being in the travel industry. I had a client who booked a house in, in uh, on the South Coast um, and normally it's two and a half thousand pounds for a week. It was a cottage. It was lovely. Yeah. Seven and a half thousand pound. Oh. Yeah, same cottage. Absolutely ludicrous. And it's wrong. It's wrong. Yeah. Um, but now, you know, there's, there's been a lot of cruises going around the UK, these staycations, which have been popular, but you could only go on them if, if you were double vaccinated. Um, it was probably more aimed at the older, you know, clientele. Um, but no, I mean, realistically getting away. We, we got away last September, uh, September 22. 20 in the pandemic as a family and it's the best thing we did you know to get away from the news the covid situation work stress um take yourself out, out of that scenario yeah and it's the best thing that you can do um there's a fact that we, we spoke about um previously coming on to air it's about covid and aircrafts and the, the air um turnaround in the aircraft you've got less chance of getting covid on an aircraft than what you have probably ca catching at one of the local supermarkets. Um, and on heart, I think it was 0.1% chance of getting COVID on an aircraft. So, you know, the UK weather's not guaranteed. Uh, get on those planes Good. and go and enjoy yourselves. You know, it's, it's well worth it. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. And um, just um, a study from uh, Statista again. Um, they found that in uh, the United Kingdom in 2019, uh, Brits were going on city breaks, 46% of their of the holidays in the UK. Uh, beach holidays were 41%. Uh, countryside, countryside breaks are 23%. And all-inclusive holiday was only 18%. So possibly after... Um, you know, COVID and we're able to get on the planes again now. Um, you know, I bet the all-inclusive holidays will be skyrocketing up to the top of that list. <laughs> we're sick of the, the UK breaks now, aren't we? <laughs> no, I, th I think people just want to get away and get back to some normality nowadays. Um, and you know, so air travel is, is a safe way of traveling, you know. Um, and going back to the staycations on the cruises, um, the amount of work and behind the scenes that the cruise companies have done, the protocols that are put in place to make cruises a lot safer are, are phenomenal. Um, and just to give you um, an idea on how safe they are at the moment is that I had a client who caught um, a coach from Leicester down, to, it was, a, it was a, um, a, a cruise operator coach down to the port of Southampton. They had a test before they got on the ship. Um, that was all done complimentary by the cruise company. These clients tested negative, were allowed on the ship, went on, unpacked in their cabin, had dinner, and then these names were called to the front office. Um, and there's probably 20, 24 people standing there. And they said, unfortunately, somebody who tested, who you came down on the coach with tested positive. So we're taking everybody who was on that coach off. And unfortunately, you can't go on your cruise. So the cruise companies are being extra vigilant and being really cautious on who boards cruise ships. So you've got to be double vaccinated uh, before you get on. You have a test before you get on that has to be negative. And it, realistically, it just shows you that they, they are really meaning business to keep things rolling forward. Who paid for the transfer back for those passengers? The cruise company actually bought, bought everybody a private taxi and oh, sent wow. them back home. 
Right. Free wow. of charge. Whilst they were all crying Whilst because they couldn't crying. get to go on yeah. holiday. Yeah. But would you believe the client and my client said, you know what, if that was us and we know where you're coming from, it's better to be safe than sorry. Yeah. yeah. You know, so um, it, the, the tour operators, the, the cruise companies are really, you know, trying to do everything they can to keep things being moving safely as possible um, in the in the difficult times. So, but, but, but you know, it's, it's getting there. But the cruise companies are being paramount on safety. I mean, I always felt cruises were incredibly clean and safe anyway, because even before COVID existed, when Simon and I have cruised before, you always had to hand sanitise when you got on board. They were always kind of on the dock with the towels and, you know, so you can get cleaned up and... They, they were constantly cleaning. I mean, every handrail pretty much we saw being cleaned daily, didn't we? Oh, more it's, than daily. And it's just such a shame that then COVID came in, because, yes, you are in com- more confined spaces at dining and when you go to the theatre and stuff like that. But as a whole, cruises are always so clean. And that is one of our favourite holidays. Well, certainly mine. I don't know if Simon I'll just, I'll just get dragged along. You said you get a choice, Simon. I don't know. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm I'm a big advocate for cruises. Um, a lot of people I talk to say, "Oh, you know, I've, are they not for old people? They really aren't." But it depends on which ship you go on. So exactly. You sell sell the product to your client, and if you get the wrong product to your client, then they won't be booking with you again. Staff are well trained, um, and they've been to a lot of destinations. So you may find a holiday on the internet. Nothing wrong with that. But all of our staff can actually find you your personal recommendations. Um, they've been out to different hotels and literally experienced them firsthand. So they may be able to give you that perfect firsthand knowledge of where you, where you where you should be going okay. um, and different hotels and different destinations. So you know if you need any assistance, uh, please give us a try or try your local independent agent because we're there to support the local community as well. Yeah, and I must say as well, your Facebook page, it's one of my favourite posts in my newsfeed because the <laughs> photographs they're so dreamy with the gorgeous blue water and the beaches so i would definitely say pop over to the holiday lounge facebook page give them a follow they have some incredible ideas offers um they tell you all about the latest things that might be available and we've booked a couple of holidays purely based on one of your facebook Pages. posts yeah, yeah. Santorini, oh. Don't, don't tell everyone my secrets. I don't want half of Hinkley there when I get there. <laughs> well, I know. That's what we were thinking. Oh, how many other people in Hinkley have seen this and have booked the same hotel? Um, but, yeah, I would say definitely pop and give it a follow because seeing that sunshine, it just makes you happy. Of course it does. That's what we're all about, making dreams come true. Yes, absolutely fantastic. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. Thank you. So that's all we've got time for today. Thank you very much, Paul, for your insight on the travel industry. Um, Paul's contact details will be in the episode guide. Um, Thank you very much, and I'll see you again soon.